0: On a Sunday morning in late July, at the end of my first ever visit to Miami, I took a cab from my hotel to Snapper Creek Marina to join a woman named Mars Hyger, whom I'd met the day before. When I stepped out of the cab, I saw Mars standing in the well of her little fishing boat, wearing denim knee shorts and a yellow sleeveless blouse, her stiff brown hair pinned under a bandana. She waved and gestured for me to climb into the boat. She poured me a mug of coffee from an aluminum thermos and started the engine. Ready, she said. We puttered out of the marina, under a bridge from which two black boys were fishing with what looked like homemade poles, down a winding canal flanked by mangroves. The knobby, twining roots rose from the water. I sat on a cushioned bench and Mars sat in a captain's chair at the helm. She handed me a scarf and told me to tie back my hair, which I did. We passed an egret standing stock still on a mangrove route, then emerged from the canal into the wide open bay. The Miami shoreline stretched out in both directions. Mars picked up speed, and each time we came down on a wave... I gripped the corner of my bench. I'd grown up in Decatur, Georgia, just outside Atlanta, and had been to the ocean only once, when I was eleven years old. My parents and I had spent a weekend on St. Simon's Island in a one-bedroom rental cottage three blocks from the beach. That weekend, I'd seen a dark fin from shore, but my father had said it was probably just a dolphin. And though I'd spent a few afternoons on lake pontoons with friends during college, never had I been out on the open water. From halfway across the bay, I could see the low silhouette of downtown Miami, where Freedom Tower spiked above the blocky buildings. The bridge connecting the city to Key Biscayne looked like a stroke of watercolor, Above the wind and whine of the engine, Moss named Miami's parts for me, pointing. Farthest southwest were the Everglades, then the twin nuclear reactors at Turkey Point, just built but not yet in operation, then Coral Gables and Coconut Grove, then downtown. To the east... The Cape Florida lighthouse squatted at the tip of Key Biscayne, signaling the edge of a continent. We landed hard on each wave, and the spray hit my face. Mars' boat, an 11-foot Boston whaler with a single outboard engine, was, in my estimation, little more than a dinghy. When we'd traveled 15 minutes across the bay... Moss pointed ahead, away from shore. There was nothing there but sea and sky. But then, a few matchbox shapes formed on the hazy horizon. They grew larger, and I saw that they were houses, propped above the water on pilings. I counted fourteen of them. As we neared, I saw that some were painted, some were two stories high, Some had boats moored at the docks, and some were shuttered and steel. They stood on cement pillars, flanking a dark channel along the rim of the bay, as if guarding it from the open ocean. Mars slowed the boat as we entered the channel, and when we came to a red-painted house with white shutters, she shifted into neutral. A larger boat was tied to the dock, But there was no one around to greet us. Mars cut the engine, and the world stilled. Where are they, she said. A plastic owl perched atop a dock piling. An open bag of potato chips sat in a rocking chair on the upstairs porch.